Everything I've been through makes me better than the last me. All up in fifth was spreading this truth of compassion. And whenever they ask him, I be, I be, I be praising. You just heard Praisin from the album The Intro by Denise LaShawn. Go check out Denise LaShawn's music on Spotify or any other music site. Hi, my name is Margaret, and you have ventured your way into the beautiful Collision podcast. I believe when the good and amazing, great parts of your life collide with the bad, messy, and hard parts of your life, they make you into the beautiful and amazing person that you are. On this podcast, you're going to hear stories of people from all walks of life. And my hope is that you resonate with some and embrace your own story. All right. Hey, everyone. We are back um, on the Beautiful Collision podcast, and I'm so excited for today's guest, um, Hana. Am I saying that right? Yep, you got it right. <laughs> Yay. Okay, so um, today's guest is Hana. And actually, Hana and I met back in college, um, I think through crew, Yep. Yes. Okay. So crew, yes, crew ministry. It's been so long, seriously. Um, and so we met each other a couple of times and actually I think your small group leaders at the time were Morgan and Katie. Yep. And then Daniela and, um, Carrie. Carrie. Okay. Yes. And so they were, um, they were a year below me, her small group leaders. And I'm pretty sure I met you through them one time at crew or something like that. So, but um, I have followed your stuff for a long time on Instagram, and I was like, I have to get her on. There's so many things I want to ask her, and I'm intrigued about. So before we get started, why don't you introduce yourself, tell people what you do, like sure. job-wise, full-time, and a little bit about yourself. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, so my name's Hannah. I'm a faith-based blogger and writer and author. I'm a writer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I um, write, and I... I created a blog called Transparency Blog, which is a faith-based blog for women who are looking to overcome fear and self-doubt and really root their identity in Christ um, so that they can live confident and free based on what God has said in his word. And so I um, create online resources, whether that's like devotional, um, like emails and blog posts, but then also like printed content. Like I just published a devotional book, which is insane. Like, I, that's what? crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I like, I just like, God is just faithful. Um, and then I also host, um, like empowerment events, like workshops or yeah. just, like women's empowerment to just really help women like really understand that God loves them and that they can do all things through Christ because he strengthens us. So yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's a beautiful <laughs> introduction of yourself. And I have so many questions about a lot of things. Um, so I first want to kind of go, so you, um, have this transparency, transparency blog. And those of you that haven't, um, like been there or read this blog, I'm going to put the link in the show notes, but, um, you're all about transparency and it's all over your social media, all over this blog. What, like, what made you st- want to start doing something like this? What kind of triggered this um, this idea to just be open and honest? And because I think that's really hard for a lot of people, obviously. And so, yeah, what yeah. started that? So I have like such a huge story, or a long—not a huge or long story, but it is kind of like a long story when it comes to this blog. So <laughs> it actually started in college. I was—I um, grew up in the church. I. Um, knew who God was, but I didn't really knew who God was for real, for real until I got to college. And like, I really, like I always tell people I've rededicated my life in October of like 2012, um, after like crying my eyes out at church and like really understanding that God was for me. (laughs) So I want a space to write down my prayers. Like I didn't know how to pray. Like I had never really prayed. Like I didn't know what a quiet time was. Like I just, didn't really know what spending time with God looked like. And so I would write down prayers on a Google Doc. Like I would go to the library. I would go to Davis Library. <laughs> and, 
and sit on a computer. I'll pull up my laptop. I would pull out a Google Doc, and I would write down my prayers to God, and I would, like, listen, throw on some worship music, and low-key be, like, super awkward and, like, sit there crying my eyes out just talking about, you know, talking In the library? In the library, girl. I was that girl. I'm I'm really concerned about the people. (laughs) I'm concerned about the people that were sitting next to me, because I'm pretty sure they probably thought that something was wrong with me. Oh, no. it, It doesn't matter. It's fine. It's like, it worked out. So I ended up writing down my prayers to God and like in writing, um, processing like everything that he was teaching me. And so there was a point in my sophomore year that I re- really wanted to kind of like make my writings public. Right. I wanted to share whatever that God was teaching me because it started to turn more into like lessons and like reflections and um, things that I would learn from scripture. And I just wanted a, a space to share it. And so I started transparency blog and that's where it all started from is like, I like, I was such a hot mess. Like I yeah. was so broke. I mean, I'm still broken in so many areas. Cause like I, we're all sinners saved by grace, but I was just like, I am a mess. And I know that if I'm a mess, that other people are probably feeling like they're a mess too. And if anything I say that can, you know, encourage them or change them or help them grow in their relationship with Christ. And that's just like, really, it's not about me. It's all about helping others seek Christ and find Christ. And so that's why I was like, really, I mean, I struggled a lot with like making it public, but I did it. And then it like didn't work out. I didn't know what I'm doing. Um, so like it was yeah. a lot of off and on. And so it wasn't until last year mm-hmm. that I was really serious about getting back into blogging because it was like it wasn't even a regular faith-based blog it was like a lifestyle blog I was like writing about empanadas and like why I had like your best friend I was writing (laughs) I was writing all sorts of posts and um it wasn't until this past year that I was like I don't care about none of that stuff all I care about is talking about Jesus like I really don't care so I started I got really serious and that's when like it all is what you see today like how it's growing what it is in the last year or so so wow that's awesome and that is just so interesting that you were in davis library because for those of y'all okay for those of y'all that know don't know we went to university of north carolina and i think davis library is like the most serious like all the intense people study in there <laughs> and so i could just only imagine like what was happening like, i don't know what was wrong i still have this picture in my head of like sitting on the second floor of davis at one of the long or was it the first floor of davis sitting on one of the long tables yeah and i was like why did you do that <laughs> <laughs> that that's great i mean transparency that is probably a very transparent moment for all the other people around you so i think that's a good start to what you were trying to do anyways i mean they were probably already feeling that way on the inside anyways you know like crying <laughs> <laughs> I was just showing it. They probably thought it was normal, to be honest, as just like UNC was. So <laughs> that that is awesome. Well, okay, so yeah, so you you start at sophomore year. Um, what are like? So I know you said it wasn't super faith based at the time. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Yeah. What are like some of the? Um, do you was it super vulnerable though? Even though it wasn't super faith based, like were you like were you able to share? like hard parts about yourself or what what really started that part um so it was it's always been like open and okay about story and about my journey and like just where I was in my faith um even though it was like funny and I shared posts Mm -hmm. random other posts but there were still those self-reflection posts of like what does it look like with dealing with pride and like what's it look like dealing with self-arrogant like being arrogant because that was something that I really struggled with or what does it look like when everybody's being successful around me and I can barely like pass my classes and I really want to get into medical school and it's not working out. Like, yeah. uh, what do I do when I study? Like, for example, one of the posts that I wrote in this, one of the first posts that I've written or yeah, one of the first posts I wrote, um, was about my journey of like, um, taking the MCAT, which I don't know if a lot of people know, but it's the medical entrance exam in order to apply to medical school. And right. I had studied for it my sophomore year. And if you can fail an MCAT, your girl failed a whole MCAT because <laughs> I was like ranked in the 20th percentile. It was trash. Um, honestly, oh and I'm honestly devastated. It wasn't the fact that I didn't do well. I think it was the fact that I was really believing God for like, a supernatural outcome to be honest because I knew I studied but there was just in going into the test I knew that God was just he was just gonna have to carry me and yeah. um I was really really believing for him and for him to come through and when he 
did in my own view didn't come through I was kind of disappointed like god I trusted you or I believed in you and I did my part like why didn't you do your part and so I kind of wrote about that and processed what it looks like when god disappoints you and like how to you know how to process through those emotions and even now so today there's still so many like different things that god is teaching me like that I'm sharing like how to overcome shame or how to overcome like self-doubt or lack of self-confidence or when you really struggle with loving yourself like just really the hard part that I feel like a lot of us as women struggle with that sometimes we're too scared to talk about. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that yeah. makes that makes so much sense. And you know, you know, I, I'm thinking too, like what what is, was there ever a fear there? You know, with anything that you're going to share, of like what are people going people gonna to think, or is it going to mess up my image, or is it going to do this? And I know you talked about some of the things you post, but I think you know people can hear this and there's they're still like well I don't know if I can I don't know if I could share like people don't really know what I've gone through you know people don't understand or people see me a certain way I don't want them to see me this way you know was there ever fear for you in starting to be that open and honest with your life all over the internet no I don't think I ever had that fear mm-hmm. I think I had a fear of other parts of the blog like it wasn't so much of the content. It was so much, it was more of like what I was doing because Mm -hmm. just living around different people that may not know God and like Jesus may not be the most popular thing. It just, that was the fear that I had. Like I'm the Jesus girl. Like I would feel fearful of just having a relationship with Christ. It wasn't so much like the blog itself because if you did, if you did have a relationship with Christ or if you understood like where I was coming from, then it was like not really challenging to talk about because if you're in small groups, you've had, you know, those open discussions right. with your small leaders and like with the people that are in your small group. So it's not really that challenging to open up, um, to share like what it is that you've gone through because it's kind of, I don't know, custom. Like it's when you're in community, you just tend to share, especially as women, like we just share. Right. Like, <laughs> like, room, like we just open up. Like, Word vomit. Like exactly. <laughs> It's just like you're spilling your guts out, and it's you go back home and you're like, "Why did I? I did too much. I did, I did it." Like, <laughs> but I mean, that wasn't the struggle. It was more the fear of like, what about the people who don't know God or who don't believe God? Like, what if they think this is stupid, or what are they? What are those people thinking about me? Not so much my other fellow Christians, um, because people who are walking with God and who really have a relationship with God, we all know that we're just sinners saved by grace like we're all saved by grace we all have struggles that we're dealing with like none of us are perfect and so it wasn't so much that um because I knew through my own story that other people would be encouraging like the more I started to share and the more that other people started to reach out and be like this has really encouraged me I started to realize like it's not about me at all um and the more I focused on the person that I was serving through writing um the person that would I kept thinking about the person that could be set free from like what I was sharing and how they how it could be pointed back to Christ and how if, if I'm willing to be open and honest about something that I've gone through in the hopes that it could honestly change someone's life or encourage them in a way that they've never been encouraged before because there's so many people that suffer in silence and right. they go to the internet and they are looking for you know lights honestly they're looking for Jesus they don't know that they're looking for Jesus but that's what they're looking for um, and they've never been poured into the I mean I was so blessed to have like discipleship and to have people pouring into me but I'm thinking about the people that don't have that at all and yeah they don't have that they can turn to they don't have people they can open up to and if there's like one random post that they can come across with like they can realize that they're loved and that they're we care about them and that God loves them and God wants the best for them and God has plans for them yeah and that makes like if someone can find Jesus in that moment then it really helps me put my pride or my I don't know whatever it is that I'm dealing with aside and I'm willing to share and to help somebody else so that's like one of the main reasons like it's not as challenging anymore yeah no that's that's so so good and I've heard it said I think on it might be a podcast or someone else it's like you know, sometimes people are just waiting for you to go first. And yep. when you do the work, the hard work of going first, depending on what your story entails, um, it gives people this freedom like, oh, there's someone else that gets it. There's someone else that has, you know, gone through this. And um, I want to ask you, what is maybe, and I don't know um, if you have a way of knowing this, but what is maybe one of been one of your most like popular things that you posted were women or other people like man I really resonated with that um I'm glad you shared that um if you can give an example of that um 
I think some of the most popular posts that I've done are, let's see, um, I noticed that when I talk about friendships, yeah. those are really popular, um, like, when I share a lot about my story of being and feeling very lonely for a long period of time, yeah. um, not really having really solid friendships, and if they were friendships, they weren't, like, deep and intimate, they were just people, not random people, but they would be people that I would have lunch or dinner with every so often, but there wasn't, like, life friendships, meaning where I could text them or call them or hang out with them every single day. I didn't have friends like that. It was just me and God for a really long time. So yeah. that's really popular. Anytime I talk about that, um, one of my popular posts is, um, I think it's like four signs that you've made your boyfriend an idol. Um, that was really popular. And I shared a lot about my story and like in my own relationship and how I had made my boyfriend an idol. Um, mm-hmm. and like, what does that look like? And what are the signs that you've done that? Um, and I'm trying to think of, like, a, a couple of other ones. A lot about, like, process posts, meaning right. what does it look like when you're in a process and, God, and like, God has given you a promise, um, but it, your your life doesn't look anything like the promise. It yeah. takes me through a process. Those are really popular just because of the age group and, like, the people, the general population and the general audience that reads the blog. And, and a lot of 20-year-olds seem to be going through the life transition of, yeah. okay, I'm trying Built to what I'm trying to get to and how, what is that going to look like? So I know those are really popular posts too. Yeah. The, I mean, those are some pretty heavy topics, especially for just women, like friendships, relationships, like life after you finish college, um, yes. you know, all those, all those different things. What was your uh, major in college? I was a psych major. Okay. Oh, me too. <laughs> I love psych. I I, like, this this I, major is bomb. <laughs> I loved it too. It was like, it was so interesting to just understand the mind and like why people are the way they are and why they think the way they think and how it has to do with a lot of either like upbringing or the way the mind works. I just thought it was so intriguing. And so after, so after college, did you go right into the, or is this a full-time gig for you? No, okay. I currently work full-time at a doctor's office. And like I said, I was always set on trying to go into medicine. I've always tried to be a doctor since I was, I don't know, five. Um, and so when I was in college, I majored in psychology, but I was pre-med. Um, so I took all the science classes. I oh, wow. Like, even when I graduated college, um, I took that summer after college to study again and retake the MCAT. And then last year, I applied um, and went through, like, the application process to get into medical school and didn't, and, like, at that time, I was working at a different job and I didn't get in. um, And so I ended up moving to Charlotte um, because I was living in Raleigh at the time. Okay. moved from Raleigh to Charlotte, North Carolina this past August. And so now I'm working at a doctor's office and... I'm just kind of low key living day to day asking God, what am I supposed to be doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I get that. So I was going to ask is, is medicine still something you're thinking about? Or you just, like you said, are you just kind of at the stage where it's like, okay, well, we'll see what happens with, you know, this, um, the transparency blog stuff, or we'll just kind of see what happens. No. Okay. So medicine is no. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> um, and that was like, really hard process that was like that was basically this summer's lesson of learning how to really surrender my entire life because like I said I dedicated rededicated my life to Christ um in October 2012 but this summer was basically learning how to surrender my whole life oh (laughs) yeah god and let go of my idea of how I thought my life was supposed to go which I thought was medicine and now it's living honestly trusting that God knows the plan. I don't have to have it all figured out because I'm type A plus personality. (laughs) Type A plus. plus. Like my whole life, like I'm the type that would have a random sticky note every single day just so I could have in order of what I'm supposed to do that entire day. Like I would plan it out from like 8 a.m. an hour by hour. Oh my gosh. From 8 a.m. to 8.30, I'm doing this. 8.30 to 9.30, I'm doing, like I was, I'm that girl. And um, I had to, this summer, God was really just testing me and teaching me how to let go and really surrender Mm -hmm. and now I'm in this whole submission phase I feel like where I'm learning how to not just surrender my life but submit my life and and listen to when God says do something and I'm just in a whole process of learning how to submit and obey um and it's not 
it's like unheard of. I don't know if a lot of people live like this. If they do, I would like to know them because it's hard. It's not yeah. Hard. <laughs> um, so right now, medicine is like not really in the cards as much anymore. But I'm like I said, I'm open. Like I know that God has his has it all figured out. So I know nothing is wasted in Him, and He's going to use everything for whatever it is that He has me to do. But I think ideally, I would like to take the blog full time, and that's like probably one of my 2019 prayer goals yeah it would God's will to do it full-time because I really enjoy doing it and I just have a lot of fun doing it too well I will also be praying for that for you because it's so good and so if that could be a full-time gig that'd be awesome yes girl be, yes keep me in prayer <laughs> <laughs> that that is so awesome and you also so you know going back to this blog you also have um guests on the blog and one part I really was intrigued by was the confessions project Yes! Um, oh my God! Yes, that's my favorite. Okay, yes. Okay. I. I'm excited. I'm excited. You're excited. Then. Um. I would love you. I would love for you to talk about how that started. And and I. What I'm seeing is too. Like you bring like women, like different women, on for that part, for that yes. piece of it. So like, tell me how. I mean, you started. You thought about the Confessions Project and what that is, and like what yeah. your hopes for it is. Okay. Yeah. So the Confessions Project is like. A movement. Okay. Um, ooh, this is okay. <laughs> you go, girl. There's so much to unpack here because it's just such so it's so near and dear to my heart. So also in college. Ooh, this is deep. Okay. So when I was in college, I really struggled with really believing what God said to me. I didn't really like. I knew God's word. I could quote scripture. I could tell you what He said in His word, but I never. Like, I really struggled with believing it, and um, so. In college, I did this thing, and Joyce Meyer, shout out to Joyce Meyer, I like t- went to the Word, and I wrote down scriptures based on God's, like, scriptures from God's Word, and I would have a list of, I don't know, maybe 10 to 15 scriptures where they would be things that I was struggling with, mm-hmm. whether that was joy or really believing that I had victory or believing that God was with me. Anything that I struggled with, I found scripture to back it up, to mm-hmm. basically to stand on scripture rather than like how I felt. And I would wake up every single morning and I would confess the word of God. It was like a routine before my feet ever hit the ground. I would confess those scripture, those 10 to 15 scriptures. And I don't know how God did it, but he did it. And he changed my whole life like that. He drastically changed my whole life. And I watched those scriptures come to life in my own life. And that has why, that is why I'm so passionate about women confessing the word, like not just knowing the word, but really confessing the word and getting it deep inside of their heart to the point that they believe it. And so the confessions project is basically a movement to help believers declare God's word over their life and watching God's word become active because there's so many scriptures that talk about the power of God's word where yeah. it's like his word does not return void to him his yeah. word is like a double-edged sword it's alive and active it's like the kingdom of God or we don't um, fight with the weapons of this world but with um the power to um to demolish strongholds yeah um there's like um life and death lies in the power of the tongue like there's just so many scriptures that talk about the power of the word and it's really helping people find words like God's word, not their word, but God's word to stand on and to confess it over and over and over again. And so when I was on Instagram, like I would every so often, I would just do that. I would basically write these confessional statements as my caption, like the joy of the Lord is my strength, or I am not competent in myself, but my competence comes from Christ. Yes. Or um, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world or the word is a lamp into my feet and a light into my path like God has made me fearfully and wonderfully made like scriptures like that um, and I would just write them as like my um, caption and then I would invite my audience you know to write in the comments like what is something that you are confessing over and it wasn't until that started to pick up that yeah people started to write their comments and I was like, Oh my God, this is so cool. (laughs) I would be encouraged. I would be encouraged to watch women do that. And I was like, there needs to be a hashtag. And I was so like, that's the thing for bloggers these days. Like you have to have your own hashtag. And I was so vigilant about having my own. God, that's it. Like that's the hashtag. And so it became this whole thing. It it started out as the confession, hashtag, the confessions project. Um, And then 
through that, it turned into a devotional series, meaning um, people can sign up for the Confessions Project devotional. So every Monday, I send out a list of confessions for people to read over their life and to confess over their life for that week. And then it comes with a really encouraging, kind of like a devotional or just an encouraging message to go along with it, kind of a teaching on that subject. Um, because like in the Word, there's so many promises that God has given us. Right. I just need to like help people break down what that looks like. What it, when God says that He's our teacher, like what does that mean? Or when God says He's given us victory, what does that mean? When God says that life and death lies in the power of our tongue, like what does that mean? So I kind of just do a little breakdown of teaching, um, and then that's the devotional side, which I'm so excited about. I think you're probably like one of the first people that's ever gonna know about this. I haven't told anybody, but that <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> actually, I'm actually like releasing a, a like a printed devotional book of the Confessions Project come March. Oh, great! Oh my gosh, I cannot wait to get my hands yeah. on that because I'm really that. Excited about that one. Yep, yep. Oh my god, yep. Oh, you really? Yeah, you are the first person to know. <laughs> well, yep. that's 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 so great. I want to ask you more, but that I mean, just what you said so far, it gives me so. Like, so many chills, especially when you originally said, okay, so you wrote down verses and you started just every morning, like, speaking them over yourself. And I think as people, not even just as women, we just do not realize how much words have power. And I mean, I'm sure everyone thinks about their stories and thinks about things that were said to them when they were young. And if they really look at it, you know, how it's affected how they act, what they do, like, to this day. And so... To just hear you say that gave me so, was such a conviction for me just now is of like, oh yeah, like just keep speaking these things and it's going to start transforming. I think we get discouraged too, or I get discouraged. Like you do it once or twice and you're like, I still feel this way or this is still happening in my life. And it's like consistency is so important. Yeah, it's so important. And like I said, really like half of the problems that I think we deal with as believers is we're just not standing on God's word because God's word. God literally created the whole earth based on his word. And that's the same power that we have today because it's his word that we're confessing. And it says that his word does not return to him. And that means like if all of your problems honestly can go back to the word, because if we really truly believed and that we have the power and the authority that God has given us because he has, and he says it also in his word that the power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is the same power that lives in the inside of us. Like the Holy Spirit actually rests in us. He lives inside of us. And if we really find that ways to access the authority that we've been given in Jesus Christ, our whole lives would change. Like we wouldn't walk in fear because we know that we don't have fear. Like God says that he hasn't given us a spirit of fear. We wouldn't walk in doubt because God says that we have faith, like to like the whole hall of faith, like in yeah. the result. I mean, he says that we have joy. Like, there's so many scriptures that talk about joy. Like, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Restore to me the joy of my salvation. Um, Today is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Like, there's so many scriptures. Like, there's so many promises. Like, the Bible is full of God's promises. And the reason why we live the way we do, like, whether that's shame or defeat or whatever it is, like, anxiety, depression, like, I'm not knocking like we both have psych majors i'm not knocking mental illness like mental illness is a real thing right but i'm talking about people who are willingly deciding to live in their frustration or to live in their defeat to live in whatever they like live under the power of sin because all that is just sin and god says that he we have been freed from the power of sin yes and if we did that what that really looks like and what that really means we wouldn't allow the enemy to use whatever he has, whatever tactic he has. We would reject it in the name of Jesus and cast it out and say, like, no, you don't rest here, like my God says. And then we would watch, and if you confess it, like you said, consistently over and over and over again, you will watch the word of God transform your life because it says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that which then you will know what God's perfect will is. Yeah. And you're not going to renew your mind unless you're renewing it with the words. So. Yes. Uh. I'm very passionate about it. No, yes, girl. Preach. I think you preach to everyone that will be listening to this is going to be like, yes, this girl is speaking my language. Like, this is very important. No, that, I mean, that is so, so true. Um, and I love to, um, and I'm sure you're going to get to this, the part of, so it seems like, so different people come on, they share their stories, um, and yeah. they, they give advice, and then they kind of give a prayer. Can you talk yeah. about how that started a little bit? Because there are some real stories in there. On, like, you no know, one was on an eating disorder. Yeah. Um, yeah, how did that portion start? So I, like, for example, for me, I knew that there were things that I 
struggled with, um, and I, I could use my own story to share, but I realized that there's just so much power in other people sharing their own story. Yeah. And to give, like, a wide, I mean, just, I'm not struggling with half the things that a lot of people are struggling with. Like, I have my own struggles, but I'm not struggling with every single thing. And so I knew that I couldn't share a revelation from that because I personally, like, there's just so much, there's a different experience, a different revelation someone can share when they've personally gone through something. So me, for example, I haven't struggled with an eating disorder, but I know a girl who has struggled with an eating disorder will have a completely different perspective just based on, like, how God has, like, walked through that season with her and so I wanted people who felt like it's like a whole part of the transparency you know brand is to be vulnerable and to be open about what it is that you've gone through to share God's glory um and so I wanted women to come on and share what it is that they were dealing with and then what word are they standing on in 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 regards to their situation um and then then sharing like their story that's more the transparency side and then sharing a prayer to really read over the that are reading the story. So I'm like very passionate about sharing other people's stories. Um, but I wanted it to be, yes, here's our struggle, but here's what we're doing about it. And this is the stand that I'm making. Like I'm struggling with this, but I'm also going to stick on God's word. Yeah. And that was the portion I really loved. So it wasn't just, um, it wasn't just, okay, here's my story and here's what I've gone through, but it was also, here's some advice for those that are struggling with this. And, you know, here is what the word says about, like, here's my prayer. And I think that is, that is really important. Kind of going back to what you were saying of, you know, not just sitting in those things, but it's like, what are we going to do about it? Um, you know, what are, like, how are we going to combat this? Like, how are we going to fight this? Because ultimately we want to walk in freedom from this. (laughs) Exactly. And God has promised freedom. So we better go ahead and start walking in it. There there you go. Oh my gosh. I was going to ask too, what kind of community has this built for you just through that blog? Because, I mean, I feel like so many people are reading this and are kind of, um, you know, commenting on this things. Have you met a lot of like internet community in a way, like met people just through, through the blog or through your social media because of it? Oh yeah. I've met, I have so many Instagram best friends. (laughs) I I have like my own community. And when I was talking to my pastor, I was like, I need accountability. I feel like I'm shepherding people. Like I need to know. I, I need to go to school. Like, I need to go to seminary school or something because sometimes like, I'll get emails and there'll be deep questions. And I would be sitting there talking to God like, Lord, I know you read this email and you know good and well. I don't know what the heck you're saying. You're going to really have to help me to share, like, what it is that you want me to say here in this moment. And, I mean, it really has built an amazing community. Like, I have, like, my own Facebook group where we, like, do Bible studies. And, like, we just finished reading the book of John not too long ago. And we all committed to reading the book of John. And, like, we read a chapter each day. Or if the chapter was too long because John's chapters be low-key long. (laughs) Exactly. Um, and so we, we would split chapters, um, in between two days and we would share our reflection based on like what God had revealed to us through that scripture. Um, and that was like super encouraging and through Instagram, I've met like so many different people. It's just been a really great experience and like I've had events where I've been able to meet some of the community from my online community in person and it was just really, really cool. I remember having the videographer there at the last or at the first tea time he was like I thought you knew all these people and I was like no I don't know some of these people they just came because of how they like how they've been connected to the blog which is such a testament to just God's faithfulness and like what he can do in our lives um so it's been really really cool yeah that that's awesome yeah and speaking of um some of those events so yeah I did see that you um did something called tea time um and so, um, is this like a conference? Is it, it's a women's event? Like, what what happens at Tea Time? Tea Time is it stands for Transparency Time, um, and it's basically a women's power women's empowerment event. Okay. Um, and so it's kind of I like it to be like workshop feel. I love seminars. I've always loved seminars. I love discussions. I'm which is really interesting. Like why I bring so many people onto the blog because I don't. I love sharing, like, what God has taught me, but I love more connecting people and, like, sharing the stories of others and really just building discussions off of it, like, what can we learn from here? Um, and so Tea Time was basically, and there's a different topic that I've had two so far. The first one was May this past year, um, and the second one is was in September, and they were both completely different, and I kind of like it that way. Just, I like God to have his way and just do what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So the first one was more a workshop feel, and the second one was more of like your typical kind of conference where there was a speaker and there was a a panel discussion. Um, But in each of them, the first one we talked about like the topic of identity and like what it means to really root yourself in Christ. Um, And there was an opportunity. I did a small teaching, and then um, the people there that attended had an opportunity to really like open up in their groups that they were with um, and really share about where they struggle with placing their identity in Christ and, like, what does it look like for them to do do that. And um, it was just really, really amazing. Like, people were crying and, like, people wow. learned a lot, which I, like, it humbled me. I just was really shocked by God's grace in that moment. Um, and the second one was, like, really powerful. It was about the topic of, um, just, like, the, the power of the right relationships, not just romantically, but just in every area of your life. Like, what does it mean to be connected to godly, or not just even godly, but, like, right relationships like being in the right place at the right time surrounding surrounded by the right people um and so that was like really powerful and so they were just like really great times i'm really excited i'm like so worn out because it's so much work and i don't want to do them anytime soon but i feel like another one's coming this upcoming spring and i'm trying to prepare myself oh that is so great i wish oh man i hope i one day i'm in north carolina when you have these or maybe you know, God grows it and you come to Texas or you do tea times across the United States because I would love to go. I think it, I think it'd be so exciting. And I am like, I'm just so encouraged by what you're doing and your boldness. So I'm like, I'm trying to be there. (laughs) Oh, amen. Thank you so much. No, God, it's all God. God is so freaking faithful. Like (laughs) he's so faithful. Oh, and I wanted to also ask you about, so you have a devotional that's already out. So not the one that you just mentioned called Jesus is Bay. Yes. Okay, and I actually looked it up before we got on this, um, got on this podcast, and so it's on Amazon, I think, correct? Yes, mm-hmm. it's on all the outlets where you can buy um, books, so it's on Books A Million's website, you can find it on Barnes & Noble, you can find it on Amazon, or you can purchase it from my own website, too. Awesome, okay, so what, um, can you give us, like, just a little bit, because I want people to go get this devotional, but kind of what inspired Jesus' Bay, and kind of what is it, what is that devotional about? Yep, so Jesus is Bay is a 31-day devotional to help women uncover what it means to be in a relationship with Christ, hence why Jesus is Bay. <laughs> For the older people that don't really know what Bay means, I just tell them the acronym, like, before anyone else. <laughs> so, uh, it's basically really helping women get to the heart of a relationship with Christ, because I think so many times we focus on religion, and we, we like, we are so stressed about, oh, I need to spend time with God today, and, like, we're, like, checking it off of our list, um, but really, or even we feel, even if the times that we are spending time with God, like, it feels dry, and so really helping women discover, like, that relationship piece, and it all started based on an email challenge, like, for the new year, like, it was at this time, literally last year, mm-hmm. that author we're like let's do a challenge to help like us spend consistent time with God like what does it look like for us to spend time with God every single day and it started out just for the month of January we were just going to do a 31 day commitment to spending time with God every day and then it turned into an amazing challenge and then amazing challenge turned into an ebook and now it's a printed devotional book and really (laughs) it's like challenge that help takes you through four or five different weeks and each week has its own challenge and it kind of focuses each week on a different aspect of relationships so what does it mean to spend consistent time with God and then the second one is um, what does it mean to communicate with God there's um, parts about like what does it look like to open up about your areas of discontentment and habitual sin um, and then like what about God's character um, is the fourth week and then next steps kind of like what do you go where do you go from here now that you've learned what you've learned um, and even, like, in the fourth week, it's a challenge to go on a date with God. And, like, what does that look like? Oh. So it's a really interactive devotional book that's filled with, like, prompts and questions. And um, it's really, like I said, it's really interactive. And it is, I love it. I, it's one of those things where I know that God wrote that book because I have no idea how it got written the way that it did. Yeah. Uh, so now that when I talk about it to people, I'm like, no, you need this book. It wasn't me, I promise. It was so God. And, I, like, it would really help you because there's times when I go back and read the book, and I'm like, man, this was so good. Lord, you wrote this because it's blessing me. And I, I just really believe in it. And I know that if you just commit to these 31 days, I just know that God will reveal something to you and really help you grow. Um, uh-huh. I don't know. I just, every everyone that's read it, everyone that's completed the challenge, have there's been really good feedback. And it's like that. I hear that. And I'm like, oh, my God, God, 
God, you're just, you're amazing. Like, I know that you're meeting these women, like, where they are. Yeah. That's cool to watch. Oh, that is, I mean, I think just listening to you is so great because I love, (laughs) I love your passion for everything that you do, but, like, ultimately your passion for, like, it being just, like, really just being, I feel like you just being really obedient to what your giftings are and what your passions are and what you feel like the Lord is calling you to do and just watching him be so faithful, like, and it just, but then also you being honest by the fact that, you know, at the beginning, which when you started in college, it was hard and you like didn't know what you were doing and, you know, you didn't. And it, and really just recently as you, I really think when you talked about really starting to surrender and submit, it really seems like everything just started a catalyst, you know, a domino effect happened and it's, and it's just so crazy. (laughs) It's so, it's so crazy that obviously you know okay like when I finally completely just surrender my desires and trust the Lord with my life and trust the Lord that what he has been like what he wants to do is good and so just surrender and submit to him and be obedient to him how so many different things just start to it seems like come into place and not that it's always easy but and not that life gets any easier necessarily and not, not that you don't suffer but just the joy that you have that I can hear from you just just exudes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and like I don't want anyone to get the false misconception that I know what I'm doing now. Like I know what I'm doing a lot more than what I was doing a year ago or even three years ago. But there's still those moments. Like there is no moment of arrival. There is no moment of like, dang, I made it. Like I'm here. I'm always like I think I say at least three times a day. I don't know what I'm doing every time. <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes a day, there's a moment where I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, I have no idea what's happening. But God, I trust you. And like you said, there is like submission was a game changer for me. Like surrendering was a game changer for me. And like at every level of increase, you're going to have to submit. You're going to have to sacrifice something. Like there is a cost associated with following God, and it's surrendering your desires and surrendering the way that you think your life is supposed to go. But like you said, God is so faithful that His plans for our life are so much greater and they're so much better than anything we could possibly come up with ourselves. And that's the best part. It's like you get to exchange what you want and what you thought for something better than you could ever think. And that that's that really shows the faithfulness of God. And like I said, I I'm I don't know, I'm like feel kind of awkward saying it, but like I feel like my whole like the last year has really been a demonstration of that and I'm mm-hmm. very, very thankful for like everything that God has taught me and like I said I'm still learning I'm still growing like you said it's not easy all the time there's moments where I'm crying my eyes out because I have no idea what to say to some of these women or I feel like the burden of like helping women or I don't know you can just sense the spiritual state of the people that you're called to help and um you can really sense their worries their fear and their anxiety and whatever it is that they're dealing with and that can be heavy and learning how to like even so surrender those things to God and surrender those burdens and cast your cares on the Lord because he cares for us. So yeah, I, it is an ongoing process. It never ends. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So true. I was going to ask you too. Um, do you, have you, that you know of, um, have you seen, has any woman or do you know of any women that have reached out to you that aren't necessarily like have the same faith as you, but have just been encouraged by some of those stories? Oh, yeah, there's several, I, I think a lot of the time, well, I don't know about different believers, I haven't had, like, non-Christians reach out, but I do have a ton of um, newly saved people reach out, Yeah, people who maybe have just committed their life to Christ, and they're like, I have a hard time finding other people that are passionate about this, or I have a hard time finding a community of people that are saved, and those are the people that I'm, like, really, really praying for because, you know, that's a hard place to be to to just commit your life to Christ because Lord knows, I don't know what your story was like when you first came to Christ, but I was a hot mess, like, <laughs> yeah. a hot mess. And that is, like, such a vulnerable place to be to constantly feel like you're being operated on, like God is going, like you're going through a healing process because that's what it was for me. My first year of really getting, like really, really dedicating my life to Christ was a year of healing. Like let, oh my gosh, this Lord, the Lord working through so many different areas of like my life that were just so broken and just yeah. full of despair. Um, honestly, like the effects of sin and what that looks like. Um, so I really, yeah, yeah, I do have a couple of people that will reach out, but I haven't had people that, um, have different faiths. I haven't had that before. Yeah. Well, I, I do know um, there are some people that 
um, are not of the Christian faith that I know of that listen to this podcast. And I just, I want to encourage those listening right now. Um, Hannah's blog is so awesome because because you're really going to hear people's stories. And so, like, you really are going to see stories that you relate to of struggles and stuff that you relate to. And and still, I really feel like you can really be encouraged. Um, and so I, I mean, I, I, I'm sure there might be some people that do, do, um, later down the road. Um, but man, it's just, yeah, I mean, your blog is so raw. Everyone. Well, let me ask you this real quick. How can people find your blog? Can you tell the people like where, like what's the, um, website and the Instagram and all that? Yeah. You can find me on um, the website at www.cleartransparency.com or if you're just wanting to follow along through via social media on Instagram or Facebook or even Pinterest, um, you can follow along at Transparency Blog. Um, and if you want to email me, email me your questions at hello at cleartransparency.com or you can message me on Instagram, like whatever works for you. If you have questions or if you just are looking for some guidance or advice, like I'm always here um, to just listen and to really pour back into you everything that God's poured into me. Uh, Yes, everyone should follow. And um, do you have any already dreams for like for the future of this blog or for the future of um, that you would love to share or if they're still a secret, that's totally fine. But what are some of your dreams for kind of this blog, this platform that you have for 2019 and beyond? So my dreams so far include... I have so many. I have so many different. God, I feel like God downloads so many different ideas like every other month or every other day, and I'm like, what am I supposed to do with these? Because I need the finances, Lord. Um, <laughs> I'm self-funding this. Like, you got to bring it, bring in the finances for this to happen. Um, but some of the ideas include more devotional books. I love writing. I think that's one of the core gifts that God has given me, and I really enjoy. Um, teaching through writing and sharing, you know, how people can grow in Christ. Um, I want to do more events. I really would love to do a retreat one day um, to just kind of bring women for a weekend and kind of do the events that I've done in the past, but do them for an extended period of time. So take the event that's like more of like a two segment out, like hour of power and turn that into a weekend experience. I yeah. really look forward to that. I think that would just be life changing for a lot of women. Um, I would love to do, um, write a book. I have like a book that got not just a devotional book, but an actual book. I think there's a book that got put on my heart to write. And like, he's already told me the chat titles and I'm like, okay, but I need the content that's going to go. Into <laughs> I need the words. <laughs> So I think I'm really excited about that. And then um, eventually I really want to launch a shop, uh, like an online shop. Like there's different resources that God has put on my heart to create and including like scripture cards and like apparel and different books and different worksheets and leader guides and things like that. So those are a couple of the goals that I have for 2019 and like the upcoming years too. So, Oh, those are good, girl. And I just, I don't know. I really feel like those things can definitely happen for you. I mean, your drive and your passion and just your, like, obedience. I I just, I'm so excited to, like, watch all of that um, unfold for you. Okay, so I'm going to ask you the two questions that I ask every guest at the end of each episode. So you ready? Yes. Okay, so if you could go to lunch with anyone dead or alive it could be a famous person it could be like your neighbor that you've never talked to whoever you want um who would it be and why do i have to pick one person because when i got that question i was like there's so many people that i want to meet but good god (laughs) okay so i'm gonna give you the max of two okay fine so the number one okay then that's great i can pick my two okay For sure, for sure, I really want to meet Shonda Rhimes because I got so many questions for her. Like, Grey's Anatomy is one of my favorite shows of all time. Like, I am loyal to the day that show never goes off. (laughs) In Jesus' name, okay? But I love that show, and I have so many questions for her because, like, me and her have this love and hate relationship. Like, I love her because of what she's created, but I, like, really, there's moments where, like, we really got to hash it out because she's done so much to my life based on that show. Yeah, she um, like takes people off trauma. the shows all the time. The emotional trauma that I've gone through, especially, like, after Derek Shepard's death, like, I still got to talk to her about that. <laughs> like, I've, like, I have a bone to pick with her, so she's one of those people that I really need to talk to. Um, 
And then the second person I really would love to, like, have dinner with is Aisha Curry. Like, I love her. I love her so much. She's awesome. Like, I just feel like me and her would be great friends, so. Oh, those are good ones. Well, Aisha and Shonda, if you ever get around to listening to this, (laughs) Hana is waiting for lunch or dinner, (laughs) whichever, or breakfast. Or coffee. Or coffee. (laughs) Whichever you prefer. Oh, those are good ones. And I understand Shonda because I was, well, I watched How to Get Away with Murder for a while and... I just get irritated because she will, like, take off or kill off main characters, and it yes. just kills me. without a problem, without a care in the world, <laughs> does not care about your life or your emotions at all. She doesn't care. She doesn't. She doesn't. So I totally understand that. Yeah, so if you ever get to ask her, get back to me as to why she does that. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> um, and then the second one is I'm a huge fan of encouragement, and I'm can tell you are because just by you talking this whole um, episode. Um, and so... I would love for you to pick someone um, to encourage. And so what you're going to do is you're going to pick that person. You can say their name. You don't have to say their name depending on what you're going to say. And you are just going to encourage them as if you are talking to them right now. Okay. Does it have to be a specific person? Because there was like a general person that I was going to talk to. Yes, you could do that. Okay. So the person that I'm talking to is the girl that really struggles with fear or really struggles with self-doubt and you struggle with, maybe you struggle with loving yourself or you see yourself way beneath the same way that God sees you. You struggle with um, really knowing what God says about you. And when you hear the words like that God loves you, you have a hard time believing that. And I just want to encourage you that all of those things that you just thought are lies from the enemy, they're straight from hell, that you are loved so, so much, and that God sent his son to die on the cross for your sins so that you could have eternal life and so that you could live a life of freedom, a life of purpose, a life of calling, a life of confidence, that there's nothing in this world that can separate you from his love. And as soon as you get a revelation of that, that will change the game for you. And I just pray that that's that's what I pray over you. That's what I pray that you would find and that God would just speak to you in a way that you've never um, noticed or had done before, that there would be something in your day just tonight or tomorrow that really helps you realize that he's there for you and that he's for you and not against you and that he loves you more than you could ever love yourself or love somebody else. Oh, I'm just sitting here soaking up. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, is you talking to me? Like, <laughs> that's me. Oh my gosh, that was good. Oh, I, I know so many, so many people that are going to be so encouraged by that. Um, but seriously, this has been so fun. You are absolutely great. And you can definitely come on the show anytime you want again. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, this is... I had so much fun. Thank oh, you so much for having me. I really pray that this this podcast blows up okay <laughs> oh my gosh 